Happy Hump Day to everyone out there checking out the 3 Plus 1 podcast, where this week we are joined by the men of the Combo with Friends podcast. Rodney. Hey. Rashawn. Hey. And Noel. What's up? What's up? Welcome to uh, another episode of 3 Plus 1. How has the week been for you guys on the podcast? What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm loving this cold day. weather. Yes. Oh, me it's too. So, it's my I don't favorite like time of the year. I, it's my favorite time of year as well. Really? I love it. I no, love the cold weather. It is. I love the cold weather. I'm so thankful Atlanta has had has had it. We had a horribly long summer, the longest summer of my life. And I'm so thankful that November is here. Daylight savings time has come. And we can thoroughly luxuriate in cooler, calmer weather. Yes. But Rodney, you hate it. I hate it. I like and you're a winter much. baby. I am. You're a winter baby who hates the cold, cold. Who hates the cold weather. Hate it. Um, throughout the week, gentlemen, I've asked you guys lots of questions. And so on our last episode for the week, episode 52 of the 3 Plus 1 podcast, I want to turn this over to you guys because you are podcasters as well and allow you to ask me questions before we dive into today's dish. Oh, okay. Ooh. I got a question. What was the hardest thing for you when you started your podcast? The hardest thing for me in starting the podcast was there was nothing. I honestly, you know, Rodney, there has not been any challenges for me in the podcast in a way that in the beginning. I will say that a challenge that I'm facing now is monetization and casting a vision for where I want the podcast to go. But it's not difficult. It's just, to me, a matter of knowing what you want. When you know what you want and your expectations are clear and it's in alignment with what God's plan is for your life, everything is going to happen in an easy, easy way. When I do something and I face challenge, I stop, I pray, and I receive. And if I receive that this is not in my, is not in alignment, then I transition away. But I'm still doing this because I know that it's a part of what I'm meant to be doing. Okay. I have another question for you because this has happened a person in the LGBT community who is somewhat of a socialite and, you know, respected guy. He passed away. His name was Ty. And according to the people, allegedly, I'm just going to put it out that he killed himself. And you would think of him as a person being a strong friend. So for your listeners, what would you tell someone who is battling and dealing with suicidal thoughts? Mm-hmm. So, you know, one thing that I would... this mm-hmm. image on... Yeah. So to me, like, life is great. So I did not know, who is it, Thai culture? It was yeah. his name. I didn't know Thai culture, and I have absolute uh, sympathy for his fans and his family and his friends. I didn't, I didn't know him. But I think that it's so often that we see the outside that someone portrays, especially in the social media world and the entertainment world. Yes. They give you a facade, and that's what it's all about. When you go to Instagram, everybody's life looks great. And they are giving you what they want you to see. It's a cultivated image. It doesn't mean that anyone's life is so is is great. So I think it's really important that for friends of everyone that you be a good friend. For those people that are having suicidal thoughts, however, I think it's really important that you realize that it's always going to get better. And if times are hard now, then you want to pray and you also want to receive and you want to do some evaluation about where you are and where you're meant to be. And know that as soon as you place your hands in God's unchanging hand, I promise you it's going to get better. Hmm. And that's the foundation. That's that's just the foundation of my life. Now, I actually have never on the podcast really talked about my faith, but 
again, I do believe in being uh, very transparent and honest with my listeners. Okay. What made you want to start a podcast? So the podcast started out with me wanting to help my former co-host launch her brand. And that's exactly what she's now doing. And so as a result, the podcast is taking a different direction. So it's really meant for her to be a platform and a springboard for what she wanted to do and some goals that she wanted to set. Um, I, I now see the podcast while I'm continuing the podcast with her, without her, even though she's moved on and is continuing her work, because I see it as a chance to really give voice to issues and things uh, that people need to know more about. There are lots of podcasts out there that talk about fun stuff and like cool topics and lots of great stuff like the read and hee hee ha ha. But you can do all that fun stuff, but also talk about real issues and really give our millennial and younger listeners something to think about and do some research on to get them more informed about the world they live in. Okay. Um, do you struggle with coming up with topics to talk about? Never. I never struggled with coming up with topics because when I designed the podcast, I knew that we would always talk about politics, entertainment, and social media. So every week, you just call through the news. I'm, I'm, I'm always watching the news. I'm always reading the news, and I just write down and pick up the topics and the stories that really interest me, and it's never, ever enough time to talk about all the things that's out there that happens in the course okay. you know, of a week. So the topics are never a challenge. Okay, I have a question. If you have list for your listeners, do you feel like you really open up to them, like really show them who you really are? Do you just get what you want them to see? They absolutely get everything they need to get. So this is a podcast, right? And so because of the podcast and what my uh, niche is, where they're getting that, they're getting exactly what I said: it government and politics, social media, entertainment. Are they getting insight into my personal life? Absolutely not. Should they get insight into my personal life? Absolutely not. I don't go home with George Stephanopoulos on Sundays. I turn on my television. <laughs> I watch This Week with George Stephanopoulos. I love his guests. I don't know anything about the man's personal life, and I don't want to. When I watch Rachel Maddow on MSNBC, I am thoroughly engaged in my time with her, but I have no interest in going home with her and knowing what's happening in her life. That's not my calling. Okay. For Kim Kardashian West, that's her calling. That's her life. But it's certainly not Zachary's. <laughs> okay. You guys have no more questions, and the uh, manager of Starbucks has no more jobs. She <laughs> was fired after having two black men arrested. It was a huge case, uh, a huge situation. I personally boycotted Starbucks for a year because of this, uh, and now she, however, is claiming that what happened in Philadelphia last year, she had worked for Starbucks for 13 years, and she says that she was fired because of racial bias, and she's now, in a way, claiming reverse racism. It was a situation where she where she called the police on that two black news, men. Right? It was a huge mm-hmm. news story, a viral video of the incident. The the men had come into Starbucks for a meeting. They were immediately arrested because she called the police on them. There was no reason for them to be arrested. There was no reason for her to have called the police. She just felt as though they were up to no good. And as a result, Starbucks fired her. She's saying that she was wrongfully terminated. I'm mad they took this damn on the fire. No, she had been fired. It's just now in court. Oh. Okay. Oh, because she's suing them. Yeah. Yes. Child by 
She was actually fired 15 months. She was fired a month afterwards. She was the one who profiled, but she says that it was wrong for termination. That she was just doing her job. Doing your job accomplished on black people? Right. It's a law in some state, I want to say now, if you do that, you can be sued. You are right to sue them. Being wrongfully called just for being black. And I'm agreeing with that. You agree with that? Yes, because that's stupid. I watched a video on Facebook with this guy was in the dog park, and this lady called the police on a guy because his dog humps her dog. And the guy said, These are animals. These are not children. Like, you're called police because your dog humped my dog, and then once he got off, her dog started messing with his dog. He's like, Should I call police with you now for your dog touching my dog? He's like, We're in a dog park. Like, that's it's getting ridiculous. That's why Trump needs to go. He's getting people empowerment that don't need to be empowered. You know, like certain aspects that's dumb. Donald Trump was the culprit of dog on dog. I am causing him they feel white people feel like they can just do anything again now. And they don't have no filter. They feel like they, they can take off their mask and be who they really are. Which I'm glad to see you, sis. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you should be if you no, Rodney, please. not white. Is that fair to white people? It's not white people, but maybe racist white people. Okay, yeah. Let me correct myself. Are racist black people now also able to take off their masks? See, yes, yeah. that's something I'm asking. That we don't talk I'm about. asking. Yeah, are racist saying. black people now able to take off their masks? A lot of black folks that are rape well. Right. Yeah, that are racist themselves. But we never talk we get about a pass that, because we're black. Want to talk about the white racist yeah. man or woman? But we never talked about how there's a racist black man or woman. And they do the same things that white racist white people do. Mm-hmm. To who the white folks? The black folks be racist to white folks. Yeah, that's what racist means. Black folks can racist, be racist, racist though. Wait, Rodney, you said it's black racist, people right. cannot be racist. No, they really can't because we don't own we don't have control. Excuse me? When you're racist, you have an economic and structural political control of something. We don't have that control to be racist. That's not true. That is true. Look it up. Google me. <laughs> you know, that, that that is... Rodney is making a point that's been often made in regards to power and power structure. Uh, shout out to Paris Prince, a guest on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, so you guys may want to check out his episodes. He did a great job of explaining this concept. Uh, but what it's really about is that black people can possibly be racist, but they can't be oppressive. They can't be oppressive because they don't have the power to oppress, is what I think... Yes. Is it more maybe a more eloquent argument to, to think about and talk about and and maybe debate? Because you don't ever walk into when you walk into a board meeting, the majority of the board meeting is white. When you're up to CEOs, you don't ever see a really a company unless it was black built, controlled, or have a black person more say so. It's always controlled by white folks, even with the government. It's more right. I get officials. that part about the power, but I'm saying there are black black racist people like. Like no matter to me, racist is different. It's that's that's a that's a um, power broad have anything to term. Do power racist. does matter being I racist. Ran into black people that be like, as soon as a white person walk by, they like, well, look at this cracker, look at this redneck. Like you instantly. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not and gonna say it's when right. They do it to us. It's like, oh, we want to fight the power and all Black Lives Matter, but I don't believe in all Black Lives Movement either because they don't care for gay people. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm being Wait honest. Let's just, just put it out on the table. Okay. When a black gay person dies, do you see Black Life Matter on the news talking about that black gay person? 
That's from one. When a trans woman died. A black trans woman. Trans man. Do you see the Black Lives Matter protesting for that trans man or trans woman? I don't see it. Now correct me if I'm wrong. If you, DeRay if you McKinnon is DeRay is the um, you know considered to be much kind of the founder and he's he's uh, he's gay. Do you? I'm asking y'all a question. When y'all see things done to the LGBT black community, do you see Black Lives Matter protesting? Well, I well, think I, I would Black have Lives to say Matter. that wow. Black Lives Matter, though, if it was police violence that resulted in the death, we have some police violence that of, a, killed, of a trans man, killed, trans um, woman, it's and, within the gay right. black community. We see the um, and they have not stood, but they don't protested. go mainstream on the news. No, they do not, and I'm gonna stand behind it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. My Instagram is your boy yet DME. If you if I want to see something, but if it's not, I'm gonna stand behind what I said. You're stand behind. I'm it. standing behind what I said. Um, who is not able to stand behind what she said or even what she wore is unfortunately a member of the trans community, a trans woman named Sasha Soda who was reading to children in a library in Minnesota and her penis accidentally fell out in the middle of story time. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Jesus. What? So what happens there? She's right. fired. She's fired. Is she fired from reading yeah. to children? Because her penis fell out. Because her winky fell out? <laughs> It's around the children. Rodney, I'm, this is a, I think this is a. I, I'm going to say this. I'm Sasha Soda, this. you know, you, I think this is, this is what's sad. Shame that, on her because if you are going to be a trans woman, you should know how to take care of your private part if you still have it. You should know how to tuck, clip it, well, I mean, put it up, whatever you got to do to make sure it don't pop out. And I'm sitting behind that comment. So if you feel like you were that reckless not to make sure that you didn't take care of yourself like you know how you know how to do. Because they have tape, underwear made for it, all kind of stuff. Shame on her. And I mean that. Shame on her for not taking care of her issue. So I think that I, I would have to say I applaud the Hennepin County Library in Minnesota for allowing this uh, to even occur to where you would have a community where people feel comfortable. And what does she have on that short where they saw her penis? Well, you can definitely Google the image to see (laughs) um, what happened if you so desire to see, you know, Sasha Soda uh, in the incident. And shame on her for dressing like a not appropriate to go see children. Well, I, you know, in the image, what happened is she opened her legs. She had on a, a skirt, and she opened her legs, and so she then, had a skirt like right here. Yes, and so do you think though maybe Sasha Soda had been socialized as a man for so long that she did not necessarily know how to sit as a lady? Because you know, ladies are taught to sit a certain way to where you would not see certain things. And mm-hmm. in the image I saw, I'm just like, it, it was comment, very, I'm very. I'm not a trans woman, so I can't speak on that. But I feel like if you're going to go through something and you're going to transition to whatever you have your right to do, you should be around your elders or call somebody or talk to somebody. There's plenty of people. There's plenty of groups on Facebook. Plenty of stuff going around for the transgender community. When you have that type of issue, you can call somebody and get that fixed. To learn what you need learn to do. Learn what to do. So I don't feel bad for Sasha, whoever it is. 
Do you think um, this is a step? Gosh. You think this is a step, a negative step for the trans community? No, she don't speak for the trans community. I don't think one. That's one thing I don't. There are like. a lot of people that one don't person, want to see trans trans men or women involved in educational roles. Unfortunately, and I think that's freaking crazy. I agree with you, but I'm just saying that there's a whole movement out there that's arguing this. There is a lawmaker right here in the state of Georgia who actually is going to propose a law in 2020 that would make it criminal child abuse for a parent to give a child hormonal therapy before the age of 18. So now you have children who are saying, I am transgender, and they the sooner you start your hormonal therapy, the easier your transition will I be. Think he should be. But now removed. that... He should be removed. That congresswoman, who's probably, and this law will very likely, it's from a Republican, very certain it will pass, is going to make it criminal for these young people to get the medical treatment that they deserve, that how, they need. This, this is how I feel when it comes to children. We are under the age of 13. You're going to dress like you're supposed to, not what you were born as. When you are 13, which means you're a teenager, and you feel like... But what if you're six years old and you feel as though no, you're... No, I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. This is how I um, respect my um, no. But as, until you get old enough to know what <laughs> you want to do, no. what I feel like you But Ryan, if you have a child who comes not from birth, no, boy, listen, from birth, your little girl, from birth. My little girl's not wearing no Tim's at six. But at birth, at, 13, well, at birth, you your want. child has, told, has expressed to you that they feel mentally trapped in the wrong body. Nope. You would make them endure that torturous experience. Yep. Yep, I'm gonna say, baby, hold on to 13. You still growing up. You still gotta get your voice together. You still gotta develop. And until you get to that age where you can develop and things are doing right, I will support you wholeheartedly and, hold, and walk you down the aisle with wherever you wanna be. But the sooner you start the hormonal therapy, the more it's gonna be easy for you to transition in terms of you actually, if you are a, if you're born a male, and you identify and feel that you are a female, if you start the hormonal therapy early, you're more likely to look like a female. Would you do that for your child? Would I do that for my child? If I had a child who was transgender, I would do everything I could to ensure that my child had a happy life. If your four-year-old came home and said, I want to... I will certainly go through the process of getting an appropriate diagnosis. We will undergo the appropriate type of treatment to really get a real assessment of my child's true gender identity and begin whatever process we need to give that child the support. How do y'all feel about it? I agree on that because I mean it's it's a child. Every kids now they mature, you know, quicker than what we did. Mm-hmm. So if a, if my child came to me and told me at the age of 5 years old that he thought think he should be a female, again, you I don't agree. Think I would definitely Go and get the proper uh, assessments. Yeah, you know, I, I, I would not know enough yeah. to diagnose my child, nor do I think would I give my child enough credit Ooh. to diagnose. But I would take my child to a to a medical professional. I want to hear Noel's opinion. My house, my rules. When your ass turn eighteen and get up out of here, that's when you can do what the fuck you want to do. At eighteen and under, are you gonna do what I say? And that's just on that. But you could be ruining your child's life. Yeah, I don't care. You could be you could be condemning your child you to a life. Statistic. Yeah, yeah. And and, and there and the, the highest rate of suicide in I wouldn't the I was growing up just worked out just fine. But you're not transgender that I'm aware of. Nope. <laughs> you don't you don't present as transgender. Right. So still. you so so you don't but know still, that struggle. Right. 
You don't know what it's like for a transgender person to be trapped in a body that isn't your body. You don't know what that's like. I don't know, but I'm just saying, as a parent, well, I'm not a parent yet. I just don't see myself being okay with giving my child hormonal pills to... You wouldn't be giving your child hormonal pills. It would be the doctor giving your child hormonal pills after an appropriate How diagnosis. How do you get to doctor? My car, right? If you care about your child. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can't do that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bro. I feel like, you know, that is just such a touchy subject. Like, even now, how we got to say cisgender male, cisgender female. No that one is, says that, Rodney. No, that's, what they, that's what they do. No one is Like, the gay community, no from what I know on Instagram, Facebook, and stuff, that's what they're doing. I think they're, they're just, typing it to be. Yeah, but I think great, they're just. Nobody so, is that's saying, just too much yeah. going on. Just like with the sanitary, um, the pads for women, at the end of the day, I feel like it's gonna, it should be balanced. For one, I don't think it's fair to neglect female, young girls and women femininity because of trans men who wants to don't want the female symbol on the pad. You gotta have give and take. You can't erase you can't lift up one group and erase one right here. So you tell me if a female I can't get past with a female symbol because of a trans man, that's not fair. Cause at the end of the day, my daddy brought my mama pads. I brought my mama pads and I did stuff and I never bought any pads, but I want to understand what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are, where are the pads? What are you talking about? The pads, the tampons. What about them? You 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 didn't see what's no. Going tell on? me about what's okay. happening with the. So what's going on in Mississippi Coastal News? <laughs> so this is in Mississippi. No 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 no. Not no, surprised. No no no. <laughs> this is going around. At, y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes, I heard of it. Yes. Yeah, so they basically, the female symbol, symbol from, from the, the tampons, tampons in the pads because like a trans in the trans community like push the issue. So they don't want to see a female symbol on their tampon because they're not female. Correct. And I don't think that's fair. You feel as though okay, so it's like erasing the female the fe- from the women. what is uniquely to what is unique to female. Yeah, and right. in a day like you, it's so many. I feel like I feel like that's not a battle to be fought. It's so many more issues going on mm-hmm. in the transgender community that's really more important to what the fuck you put in between your legs. In day, nobody's there to see you do that. You are your own person. You do that. It's plenty of men who buy tampons and pads for their girlfriend. You look like a dude. You want me to do who? Now, okay, now I understand what you're you saying. You can say this for yeah, my girl. I still never buy. I don't give a damn who buying tampon and pads. Right. I, I just I feel like we getting too sensitive. For a generation we raised on the Simpsons, South Park, and Family Guy, I cannot believe what the fuck come out of some of our mouths. Yeah, like I'll just be like, I'm just mind blown. Like everything is so sensitive now. Right, so I see, I hear what you're saying, but I just really want to have you. I just want you gentlemen to think about what it is really like for for people who are different. And I think I'm gonna just tell you what I'm hearing. This is not an indictment against the men of the convo with friends, but I'm hearing you due to members of the transgender community, what so many people in the straight community have done to members of the LGBTQ community, where they're marginalizing your experiences and your feelings and who you are, saying you're going to be like this as long as I can control you. And then when I can't control you, then you do what you want to do. But when I have control, you're going to be exactly what I want you to be. And shouldn't everybody have the right to grow into Wait, their own was, and be how, who how, how, they're how, 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 created to be? Because you was agreeing with it. No, I However, but that's... 
We're sharing these the grave with you. Because these children are... No, no, I'm being honest. Now, that's having the well-raised children. I cannot... You cannot tell nobody how to raise their damn kids. That's true. And I'm not going to see it tell them where he's right or he's wrong because that's in the warehouse. I'm not putting money in the warehouse. I'm not putting money in the warehouse children. That's his children. I will never... As long as you're not beating nobody or killing your but child... But that is telling someone what to do. No, that's because not. I'm not telling the well what to do with his children. There are parents out there who feel as though intense corporal punishment is the way to raise a child. That's not right. Exactly. I, and what I'm saying is the, the mentality that you guys you have not towards your, your child, child, child no, no, that's no. child abuse. I said 13. It's child abuse. And I'm going to stand behind what I said. It's child abuse. Like, I'm not going to have a five-year-old taking hormone pills. Like, it's a five-year-old. It's a child. <laughs> Rodney, it's child abuse. Like, no. Well, if lock me the hell up and take my child then. Let they <laughs> ask go to foster see how good they had at daddy house. Well, we don't think they'll be maybe in foster care, but they they will. Will. I, hope. I would tell one of my don't you damn get that damn child out. Let his ass go through the system. I, oh my god, <laughs> I would hope. I Let his ass or her go through the system. I would hope that that child gets adopted by a loving, yeah. accepting, wealthy. Good luck with that white family. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, and I think that's a great way to end our Wednesday episode, gentlemen. It's been a great week with the combo with friends. Thank you guys Thank for you. joining us Thank this week. Having us. And we are excited and can't wait for the next episode to drop. So when yes. are we going to have an absolute date? When will I see the next episode? It will be in November. I can just say that okay. and make sure that you follow us with combo with friends with a Z on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. Awesome. So, thank you guys so much. Wait, I don't end wait. off with this real quick because I want to make yeah, sure... end on a high note. Tell us about I really want to make sure that everybody like, the, you know, that every voice is heard. I have no issue with the transgender. You obviously do. No, I don't. Shut <laughs> up. Because I don't know how you really feel. <laughs> no, but... um. I, however, I do, I don't, I don't feel comfortable giving a child under 13 hormone pills to change their body. And the children go through so much already. You're growing up, your body's developing, you're getting bigger and taller. I don't want to put that through my child because children change their mind all the time. I change my mind as a child all the time. Well, yeah, that's why, but Rodney, I'm saying that's go to I'm a medical saying. professional, and that medical professional will help at us 13, as a family with the full diagnosis. At 13. They don't just turn, go by what the 13, child says. They engage in a full at psychological at evaluation. At 13, I will more than happily grab my little girl or boy hand, whoever they want to be. We would drive dresses. We buy whatever. I feel like at 13, your body is now starting to mature sexually. At five and six, you are a child. Your body not thinking about sex. But being transgender it's isn't about, about sex. sex. It's about identity. It's yeah. not a your sex body is, issue. But it's your body identity. changes. You have your periods. Right. You grow your titties. You get your semen. I'm talking about that type of stuff. Ooh. Your body is growing. Lord. So at five okay. and six, I'm not gonna give my five and six year old no damn hormonal pill. To be continued. Yeah. So the so you know Shit. they they you definitely go through puberty you and do. a lot of physical changes once exactly. you hit a certain age. And on that note, we can't wait to have you check in and join us next Monday. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye.